you tell me what's going on here and don't tell me about another bike accident? What do you want to hear, Ma? I want to hear the truth. No, you don't want to hear the truth. All you want to hear is how great it is out here. Well, it may be great for you, but it sucks for me. I hate this place. I hate it. I just want to go home. Why can't we just go back home? Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid. One bike-abusing minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us one more time for today is Dave Palace and Sean German. Sean, why didn't you delete your podcast? I really should have been wearing a helmet. <laughs> I threw my pockets. I felt like it. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> I got to get our quotes in. I just want to get that quote. I just love all it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we do quotes at the end. See? There will be more quotes. Don't worry. Don't worry, man. Our listeners who appreciate structure, uh, <laughs> this is not the week for it. <laughs> yeah, but like this, this doesn't like this just loops, right? Like he does it again and he does it again. Like it's yeah, that's true. <laughs> then you're turning this into Groundhog Minute, I suppose. <laughs> Isn't everything just Groundhog? I thought everything. Was... He wakes up again. Rise and shine, Cobra Kai's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this is minute 27 of The Karate Kid. It begins with Daniel still falling and ends with Daniel begging his mom, can we just go back home? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like I said, we got Daniel tumbling down the hill. Uh, and like I said uh, on Wednesday, you know, just some great ADR groans and moans as he's rolling and rolling and rolling. Yeah. And I just noticed that, um, you know, the the – the far away shot, you can see him rolling in grass, but the close up shot, he like rolls over in dirt and his head head almost hits like a stone next to it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man, that's just kind of killed him. <laughs> like I assume at the bottom of that hill is like all the excess gravel from the construction site. Just like yeah. or like or like rebar or something. Yeah. Oh, like guy mm. guy was it sucking get impaled in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh and yeah, he just kind of rolls to a stop and he's just wincing in pain. <laughs> How the, how this how this minute is structured and edited? It almost makes it look like the hill was nearby, doesn't it? Like it makes it look like because how he comes yeah. from that angle down from that fence, it almost gives you this vibe that like he was at the top of the hill, he was going to find his way down to the house, but then he gets thrown down the hill, so he like climbs over this fence and just like there. That's the vibe I get. Like he's he was Short almost cut. home. <laughs> yeah, his, his bullies were giving him. Uh, they were just helping him along the <laughs> shortcut. I think. I I I I I always thought of it that way myself, but you know, I think of also later in the film when he's running from them after the dance and the part where he's running through the field to get to this fence. Okay. Uh, so it, it's it's definitely flat. Okay. Um, I, I guess doesn't, I he come, he, doesn't he come into the scene after he rolls down the hill? He comes in from like behind the building. So yeah, yeah. who knows where that hill is. Uh, we do, yeah, like, like you said, though, we do get like a, a nice overview of the South Seas parking lot as Lucille's pulling the station wagon in. And uh, it's a bit of trivia before. Um, you notice that Lucille pulls into one of two parking spaces, and that's it right there. Mm-hmm. But really, in real life, those are the Miyagi's office is a built set, and those are all. It's it's basically built over several other parking spaces, so there's two windows there and a door, and uh, yeah, those were parking spaces. But they built a whole exterior for. Oh, so you're saying that's a set right there? 
that's all built onto the building. And oh, it looks okay. nice. It matches the building pretty well. Yeah. I don't see anything. Um, yeah. Very well done. And uh, interestingly, uh, again, we next time we see this fence is when Daniel runs into it being chased by uh, dancing skeletons. Um, <laughs> and right on the outside of that fence facing out is the, you can see the word help in big letters. Yeah. <laughs> but really it's like help stop vandalism and, thre- and theft. Um, I'm not sure yeah. why it's facing out, but. You know, when the skeletons chase him, they're just trying to get, they're trying to pull his hair up and but not out. <laughs> uh, also, Bones a... are the skeleton's money. Did you know that? Hmm? This joke is just for Sean, but the bones are the skeleton's money. Hmm. <laughs> Got <Sorry>. it? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, in the script, uh, after Lucille pulls in, she turns the key in the ignition and the car doesn't turn off. So she like gets out, pops the hood, fiddles with the motor, and then the car turns off. And <laughs> Lucille, always the pleasant woman, she it says, Lucille, warmly, I don't know why I put up with you. To the car. The car. <laughs> <laughs> the more these the more these deleted scenes go on, the more she has this weird wet blanket approach to conversations. <laughs> well, you know, Daniel talks to himself, or he talks to his little voice, and now Lucille's talking to her to her car, which you know everybody talks to their car when they're when it's misbehaving, especially. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Did she uh, ever actually have a job, or is it like a voice in her head told her, oh, "I got to go west." <laughs> must go west. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming. I don't know. She might have shown up. She might have shown a flyer to Daniel, but then again, maybe she made the flyer and doesn't remember it. Uh, yeah, there is this whole weird fight club premise we're having to this <laughs> minute or these, these minutes this week that, uh, it's funny. Um, so yeah. Uh, so she gets out and, uh, if you guys notice, she's wearing a mom shawl. <laughs> Just love the mom shawl. Um, well, is it, is it cold? I can't imagine. I mean, I've been there before. <laughs> they, like, because I mean, he's wearing. So, I mean, as we, we've talked about the red hooded sweatshirt before, he's wearing a sweatshirt all this week. She's wearing a shawl. You know, it's it's L.A. in the summer. It's probably a hundred degrees, zero percent humidity. No, it's way overdressed. Uh, this is uh, this is maybe October. Oh, maybe October. Yeah. All right, maybe it's cool at night. It's a Halloween dance is coming up. Okay, so. hence the skeletons. Even though the song is Cruel Summer, it's actually the fall. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I was confused yeah. by the soundtrack. Yeah. Bananarama. Guys uh, looking for something spooky, all right? <laughs> Damn you, Bananarama. Uh, I do like that, you know, yeah, did she doesn't have this whole problem with the ignition and then goes and works on the car and turns it off herself under the hood, but... I, I noticed the car does lurch a little bit when she parks it. <laughs> but, um, I've never, I've never heard of anyone having issues turning their car off. Yeah, usually it's turning it on. It's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Let's. Well, I mean, the car's got to be acting pretty, pretty fishy if you turn the emission off and it's like, nope, still running. Sorry, figure it out. I'm a haunted car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sorry, Michael, but <laughs> <laughs> I think but the car wants to go back to New Jersey. Listen, you, you are pumping gas into me entirely the wrong way. I need to go back to professionals <laughs> that are handling the situation. Uh, I need oil of- company employees only. <laughs> speaking of uh, the car, uh, this is probably like seven weeks after the fact, but we, Matt, we just, I just, it wasn't we because I came up with this, but uh, I got corrected uh, this week mm-hmm. uh, for our minutes, like minutes, oh, right. four or five. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- there are several moments in this movie where uh, Lucille and Daniel you know, like pop the clutch and, uh, and I pointed out that the car has a, uh, a stick shift uh, behind the wheel, to, like a, so it looked to me like an automatic. But uh, I was pointed out by, I believe David Forsyth uh, mm-hmm. said that uh, uh, this is actually typical of this brand of car back then that they had like a stick shift behind the wheel. So. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so you have like three different like things. You have like wipers is one, turn signal is another, third is it's a lot of lot of yeah, a lot of uh things happening behind the wheel that Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we see Daniel wheeling uh the bike. Um and yeah, it's he's coming in from the other side of the parking lot. Um and he's saying, Damn bike, I hate this bike. I hate this freaking bike, stupid bike. Yeah, he seems upset about something. Uh, and yeah, he's just crying and throws it against the dumpster, and then he lifts it up and then tosses it into the dumpster. And yeah, this the bike had nothing to do with what happened. <laughs> like, did he expect it to pick up and drive away really fast or something? Like, it wasn't his fault. It was the Cobra Kai. I don't know. I just feel bad for the bike. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just throw it in the garbage. I mean, I'm sure maybe it's like, yeah, maybe it's like bent and wobbly. So he's, you know, he's mad that it's unusable now. Yeah. That repairs. Yeah, I think the tire's wobbly. Yeah. But, but I, I, yeah, he, he's mad that like he just feels powerless against these guys. Right. And, you know, like he didn't, you know, he might have instigated a food fight or something at school, but not this. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we talked about this. This is way, yeah, this is some way overblown attempted murder crap. The bike was his like prized possession, and now he's turned on it. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, all hope is lost, man. Uh, Lucille rush, rushes to her son and uh, asks what's the matter, and he, and I just love this whole like nothing, like like ugh, I'm having a personal meltdown, and now I got to explain it to you. Come on, like just get out of my face. This is like a typical teenage reaction. Yeah. yeah, I mean we've had a real. This is a real roller coaster of like conversation between like her and him. You know, within within only a few hours. You know, early in their day, they're having like oh nice conversations, and you know he's thinking about you know how nice Elizabeth Shue is, and then just that night, you know she sees yeah. him just freaking the heck out. Uh-huh. He's done well so far to hide his pain from his mother. Yeah, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is definitely um, like yeah, this is the strawberry camel's back. You can't, and I think he does it for her benefit too, like because she's so excited and he wants her to be able to be excited. He complains, but he doesn't tell her about the big real issues. Right. Um, he had a black accident. So he got a black eye. And yeah. Guy. And he only does it here is because she caught him in the moment. <laughs> he was planning on covering this all up. Just throw the bike away and sleep yeah. it off, I guess. I don't know. Put on another pair of glasses. So <laughs> yeah. Put on, yeah. 
Yeah, she's like, what, why did you throw your bike away? And he, I love this. Because I felt like it, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just drop it then. <laughs> well, tell me what I can't do, Ma. And, yeah, th- and once again, I'm going to bring it up. This freakout feels like, you know, like a Rocky Man at the World uh, vibe. Yeah. yeah. To- Punching the walls and, you know, uh, this, you know, like, it it's feels like a fight a- he would have with Adrian or something. Yeah. Just the you know the ego is a big part of it. Like it's broken, his ego's been broken. You know, it's he, he's feeling humiliated and yeah, like I said, powerless. Um, yeah, yeah. And she goes on. She goes, "Look at me when I'm talking to you," which is a classic mom line. But it, it's again, it, it echoes uh, earlier in the movie when Daniel's trying to walk out of the house with those big aviators on. And she's like, let me see those baby browns. <laughs> like Lucille's just big on eye contact. Like, don't don't just avert your eyes. True. We're connecting. You're yeah, we're the we're all we have in the world, you know. So um and yeah, her reaction when she sees that he's got this big bloody gash, this this whole like, oh my god, I I, I it's funny. You watch these things as a kid, and then you're watching them as a parent. I'm just thinking, if one of my kids came home looking like that, I'd be freaking out too. <laughs> it's very believable as a concerned parent. Yeah, mm-hmm. actress. Yeah. My question is does does the mother ever does she ever engage Johnny? No, I don't think. No. Nope. I don't nope. think she ever finds out who exactly is causing him trouble. Does she? Lucille kind of drops to the background soon after. This is like probably her last like real big scene. And, and, and it's uh and you know soon Miyagi kind of takes over that parental role and she you know she's just working and she drops in every once in a while but what about that alternate ending you were talking about where it's like it has Johnny he's riding his dirt bike across the road and then like the camera like pans and it's like a dark sh- a station wagon driving following him <laughs> you were telling me about and you saw like you yeah, see yeah, a woman yeah. with big hair and cigarettes and like it cuts the credits <laughs> Right, runs him over like that kid at the beginning of Toxic Avenger. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, so, yeah, she, she's, she's like, tell me what's going on. Don't tell me it's another bike accident. And he's like, what do you want to hear? And she says the truth. And he says, you don't want to hear the truth. All you want to hear is how great it is. I hear. Maybe it's great for you, but it sucks for me. Uh, and yeah, it's just Daniel's. Just Daniel's just sick and tired of the pep talks <laughs> and uh but he's not being very fair though because she doesn't have all the information she's just like oh it's yeah it's tough learn learn how to be friends with people it's tough trying to fit into new social circles but you'll got you you got it she has no idea that i mean i guess she should have maybe pursued the black eye a little bit more like what actually did happen there <laughs> um not many people like fly eye first into a curb and yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah the the signs are there and I mean they, she's the parent. He's he's a kid. Yeah. You know. We can't expect too much. <laughs> I kinda of feel bad that yeah, like she that, that, that you're saying that yeah, you know, like I said it's been a while since I've seen it, but the fact that she yeah, she doesn't really you know, do anything after this. She just becomes just a background yeah. character. To, Although that's kind of messed up, like on a, a larger scale, as you mentioned, like she kind of, she doesn't really play a part yeah. as I we mean, get further on the movie and it's all Miyagi. So it's like, oh, so, uh, you know, a, a single mother can't raise a son, but 
this stranger who yeah. you know, becomes a, a surrogate father figure. Yeah. But he does, you know, he seems, he does this great job. Like, yeah. you know, all of a about, sudden, yeah. you know, Daniel's flourishing. Like what? A woman can't raise a son. Yeah. I'm like, what about her perspective? Like, what if, she, what if she's like exacting revenge on Johnny? We just don't see it. Like, what if she's like finding Johnny's dad, you know, and she's like yeah. charming him up and she's going to like, I'm going to purposely, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to home wreck you. Johnny. <laughs> well, that'd be interesting because in the Cobra Kai series, he's played by Ed Asner, and uh, so I would love to see a, a you know, Randy Heller, <laughs> Ed Asner. Uh, Johnny's father is Ed Asner. Yep, stepfather. Yeah. Oh, stepfather. That's right. Stepfather. stepfather. Nice. But he would have been his stepfather. About it. At the time of the movie, he would have been his stepfather. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, so Daniel now goes to where this is where Miyagi's office is, and Mm -hmm. he just starts hammering on the door and hammering on the wall and saying, I hate this place. I hate it. And uh, it's just like if Miyagi wasn't hearing the commotion, the yelling outside, he's definitely hearing now that he's just like, like Daniel's really letting, you know, not really meaning it, of course, but really letting Miyagi know how, 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 how upset he is. So Miyagi's probably thinking like, all right, if I teach this kid karate, either he's going to win some fights or he's just going to get killed. Either way, I don't have to hear about it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One way or the other, it just shuts the kid up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I mean, uh, you know, spoilers for next week, but he just, he does kind of stick his head out after, after they leave. Um, But it does take a little bit longer for him to actually get involved it, it, for us, it's going to be many weeks. <laughs> but uh, I also wanted to point out, um, you know, not that there's too much else to talk about in this this uh, this uh, minute, but uh, uh, as we follow Lucille uh, to where Daniel is wrecking the bike, and then all, and then we he goes over and starts hammering on to um, Miyagi's door, and then going into the next minute where they end up finally like walking off and we see Miyagi stick his head out. Um, this is all one steady cam shot that I thought was pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> They've done it so far. And I was like, like seeing them just imagining some guy with a camera there following around. <laughs> what do you think of Ralph Macchio's, uh, Macchio's uh, acting in this scene? I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, he's just, he's pulling off sullen teenage. I don't think he's going, do you guys think he's going full Luke, Luke Skywalker here? Or? <laughs> A little. I like, I like his vocal acting, but his physical acting, I'm not into it. Like the, like almost cupping his head, but then not. And then, I don't yeah. Know. Bangs on wall, cups head, stops the, yeah, it's, it, it's like, it keeps the scene frenetic especially with the handicam behind it feels very yeah. like it feels very like a a domestic argument you've heard and seen before mm-hmm. like you know two people yeah. are just not giving each other information but yeah it's it's almost like i wish he like grabbed his head put it against the wall and then just like just stay there or like slump down and like maybe like you know he's like now he's like sitting on the asphalt you know like mm-hmm. arms tucked in like now he's completely bottled up something but it just he just keeps moving and uh yeah, it look it looks to stage act. We'll just, just pull a Channing Tatum and put his head through something. <laughs> <laughs> I I I should have I think I 
I referenced the wrong Skywalker too. I think that this might be more Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, man. Can't we just go back to Tashi Station? I can get those power converters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess hate I bikes. Go. Get everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else for this minute, um, but um, we have our Friday question, which is um, – what do you got? I mean, we unfortunately we do kind of talk about this a bit during the week, but I mean, maybe there's anything coming up that uh, you have fond memories of Karate Kid two, three, next Karate Kid. I know you guys haven't seen Cobra Kai, but um, you know anything spoilery, or even in, in this movie, anything spoilery you you want to reference, um, we can talk about more. Uh, I'm 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 thinking I I I, I want to kind of watch it again now as an adult. And watch the bonsai trimming scene because mm. I feel mm. like I feel like that's Mr. Miyagi teaching him patience and to like analyze things. Where he's like, you know, which is probably as an adult you can really appreciate it. Where you're like, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a you know way of like stop and analyze and focus on what you're doing and do it do it right. Whereas a kid, you know, like 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 Daniel probably says like this is this is dumb this is boring and stuff. Where I yeah. probably look at it as an adult and be like, no, he's trying to teach this kid like patience and not be hot-headed and turn into Johnny. Right. I mean, you know, he he when 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 Miyagi's asked about karate and you know he says that it's for defense only, and then yeah, like you said, he's teaching him balance. He's not teaching him how to like go after Johnny and beat him up or whatever. But mm-hmm. of course, after the whole Halloween uh, scrap, he realizes that they've got to have some sort of talk with crease about uh you know uh keeping the kids away um what, since he got involved <laughs> tell me tell me like what you what miyagi said about his past like like i'm i can't remember that what how did mr miyagi become to becoming you know the repairman at an apartment complex yeah well, i mean wasn't he didn't he uh, i mean the, the stuff that happens in two where we find out that he kind of left home be, over a girl and honor and all that. And mm-hmm. then he came and married a girl here in the States and, uh, the veteran. Yeah. And then he went to the, went to war and then he came back and he got put in internment camps and, and then the, the, his, uh, his wife lost his child while he was, right. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I, it, the more I record these minutes, the more I feel like I need to rewatch these things over and over again. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I think the reason I'm thinking about it is like for some yeah. reason it popped in my head was um, I think it came out in 2018. Did you ever see The Foreigner with Jackie Chan? No, but I've wanted to. It's really good. It's it's a it's a, I want to say it's like Taken, but I would actually put it closer to John Wick. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Yeah, Jackie Chan. He plays an old, he's an old man. Like he's living in England with like his his daughter, and she dies from like an Irish car bomb. And it's pretty much like like the first part is him trying to get like the and it's like and and I don't know all the Irish and English politics, but we know like the IRA and that's a big deal over there. And so it's like him trying to get like justice and like not you know stopping this terrorism. And then it's kind of like they you know these guys, these like terrorist guys, realize that like. You know, this guy was like, like he was like, uh, you know, he was like trained back in like during the Cold War by America to like do like behind enemy line stuff and like uh, Cambodia and like 
you know, it's like they, they mess with like the wrong guy. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good because he like he goes like full like man in the trees on these guys and a bunch <laughs> of like you know he's like bunch of hooligan Irish thugs that like are trying to start up shit in England and like nope you 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 mess with the wrong guy and it was really good I highly recommend it. Yeah, and and really like yeah Miyagi like learned uh, karate from his family you know that passed down. Um, so it wasn't like he got trained in the military and that's why he's so good. It's mm-hmm. I, I think he just served in the military and got like a medal of honor, I think. And we'll be talking okay. about those during those minutes, but yeah, love this character. I can't wait till we get to talk more about me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a shame. I, we, we don't have this. It's just weird. It's like, you know how they, you have this grown, this, this parent figure that we watch in these minutes yeah. and then we just dump her and replace her with Miyagi. And then he becomes like the parent for the rest of the film. And mm-hmm. it's a shame, like, if you're saying that, like, you know, I'm sure she's got to be in the, the karate tournament scene somewhere, right? Like, she's like, yeah, she shows up. okay, good. Because it'd be like, drive Daniel uh, on his date with Allie. Oh, yeah, there's that too. Yeah, there's that bit of humiliation as well. <laughs> All right. All the more reason that, like, I I'm, I actually am very interested in, 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 in watching this as an adult now, like, looking back on, like, this coming of age story. Yeah, hmm. uh, it's all on Netflix, and the, they, I think they all look great on Netflix. I haven't watched two and three on Netflix yet. I don't think the next Karate Kid is not on Netflix, but um, some people pretend that doesn't exist. Have you guys ever seen the remake? Was that no? That was what? That was Jackie yeah. Chan and, and uh, Will, Smith Will Smith's son. kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen it? I've not yeah. Seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't horrible, but. It wasn't great. I, I yeah, it's just unnecessary. Yeah, well made, mm-hmm. but unnecessary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we will definitely be covering that in just a bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm also like, well, for me, because I'm I, yeah, I'm not a big Jackie Chan fan. Mm-hmm. Like I think um, that that's a big step down from from Pat Morita in that part mm-hmm. as the. Um, you know, as the adult in the situation, as the the sensei. The authority figure. It just, yeah, that, that that bit didn't work for me. Interesting. Wow, I've never heard that take before because um, I, I felt Jackie like Chan's amazing for what he does. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think uh, Matt, this uh, this minute was full of pain and anger and tears, and I got to say, I hate it and I want to go home. So uh, <laughs> I think we should wrap this up for this week. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us again, Dave, Sean. Uh, please plug away. Let everybody know where to find you. And Sean, you've got like multiple places you haven't mentioned yet. So, Yeah. So, well, yeah, Dave and I had a little thing we called uh, Groundhog Minute covering um, the movie Groundhog Day, one minute at a time. And that's over at GroundhogMinute.com. Uh, prior to that, I covered the movie This is Spinal Tap mm-hmm. with a wonderful mm-hmm. co-host, Heidi Bennett. And you can still find those minutes over at SpinalTapMinute.com. And then uh, my current podcast I do with my brother, we cover, uh, well, pretty much everything, movies, but uh, television, music, all of pop culture, one scene at a time. And so we call that Next Scene Podcast, and that's at NextScenePod.com and NextScenePod on all the social medias. Cool. And Dave, and Dave, you got us. You got a podcast yourself there. I got you? a podcast. Yeah, I slowly, I slowly work on it. It's a slow project, but uh, yeah, I, uh, 
I cover the 1999 uh, superhero comedy ensemble Mystery Men. So if you're in the mood for a comic book movie and you've burned through everything in, on the Marvel and DC universe, why don't you go take a look at this gem and uh, you know see, see how this holds up how in a post-superhero world, how a pre-superhero explosion how you know right be- you know, right before spider-man x-men kicked us off to like the next big thing what late 90s uh superhero comedies could look like and uh obviously this is the movie that is known for the smash mouth song all-star yes so yes there's no other movie that- no other movie that, that references or respects as much as uh mystery man yes <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you guys. And, uh, and also thank you for, we, we had to do a little bit of rescheduling, uh, and, uh, just wanted to say, I really appreciate you guys, uh, working around, uh, Matt as well, actually, because I had just moved. Uh, but that was two months ago when this comes out. So anyway, uh, th- thanks anyway. <laughs> no, and, I'm, not, I'm glad you guys are so on. Thank you. And, uh, tune in next week, everybody, when, uh, Christmas comes early for Daniel LaRusso. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that next week. And until next time. I wish I had courage like you. I wish I had a chocolate bar with almonds.